Hi, this is Tom Compton of We Hold These Truths. You're listening to the Unheralded News and Review and Pharisee Watch, brought to you by We Hold These Truths at whtt.org on the web. Each week we look into the events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events. Ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's unheralded news and Pharisee Watch, we're going to visit a couple of subjects that are focused around Occupy APAC. And as most people know, APAC is the American Israel Public Affairs Committee. And as one WAG recently pointed out, he pronounced it IPAC, heavy on the I, because there's little to do with America on there as far as American interests, all about Israel interest. And we hold these truths is going to be at the Occupy APAC event in Washington, D.C., first week in March. And this is in conjunction with the APAC annual meeting being held in Washington, D.C. And it's all very noteworthy because Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel is having talks with President Obama on the 5th of March. So obviously, I would assume that he's going to be present at this APAC meeting. About 60 U.S. senators will participate in this. About a third of the congressmen will be in there, all the people that are in the pocket of of the Israeli lobby. And one of the things that we're going to do, in addition to the protests against APAC being coordinated by Occupy APAC, which has been started by Code Pink, we're going to conduct a vigil at a megachurch in the Washington, D.C. area, and this is, I think they have, how many, Chuck, 19,000 members or something? It's huge, and they, they have campuses around the, the Beltway, I guess, in the Washington, D.C. They've got multiple campuses. This is quite a big operation. Now, this is not the usual Christian Zionist type of church like a John Hagee's, although I'm sure there's lots of similarities here. The pastor a gentleman named Lon Solomon, is kind of under the radar as far as a lot of the rantings of people like John Hagee and Benny Hinn or Rod Parsley who openly call for war against Iran and all these kinds of unchristlike things. So we'll start out here with Leslie reading the letter. As we do with each of our vigils, we've made it a habit to let the pastor know and as many of the staff as we can find about our coming there, because that puts them on their guard. Now, this is a huge campus. There are two entrances to the campus, so we'll be able to cover those by standing in the public uh, right away. At least they'll know we're there. We don't know if anybody will come out and talk to us, but we always give that invitation. So, Leslie, why don't you read the letter that, Chuck has drafted here and sent. Dear Pastor Lon Solomon, February 20th, 2012. Lon Solomon Pastor, McLean Bible Church. Dear Pastor Lon Solomon, Project Straight Gate has organized vigils for peace with justice 
on public right-of-ways outside many churches and Christian meetings around the country, including John Hagee's Night to Honor Israel at the Washington, D.C. Convention Center. We will be at your church on Sunday, March 4th, for the first time, to let those who follow your ministry know peace is their responsibility before God. We do not think you have told them. The simple message we will bring to your congregation includes these. Blessed are the peacemakers. Who would Jesus bomb? Choose life, not war. We are coming to McLean Bible because the biggest mission field in America is not the prisons, slums, the homeless, nor is it the growing atheism among college youth. It is the tens of millions who attend churches that teach Christian Zionism in the name of Christianity. Project Straightgate is a mission not only to challenge the misled followers who practice this apostate belief, but also to help save millions of potential casualties of war, a few of whom have been and will be our own children. We ask you to look beyond your success and ask yourself, Are you a tool of the war-based economy teaching Christian Zionism? We understand your teaching reflects each of the following man-made Christian Zionist errors which lead to perpetual war in the Middle East. Do you teach that the political state of Israel is the fulfillment of biblical prophecy, that God made an unconditional promise to the present-day nation of Israel to inherit a specific land territory forever. Therefore, the Palestinians have no claim to any land upon which they live. That God made a promise of blessing on individuals and nations who honor Israelis and a curse laid on those who oppose Israel's acts. That a preemptive strike by the USA upon the people of Iran is justifiable. To the contrary, the words of Jesus tells us Jesus is the fulfillment of biblical prophecy and Jesus does not share that throne with Israel or the USA or any other man-made government. Land changes hands by acts of man, some of which are violent, and God is not in the real estate business. Jesus said he would judge each man Never did he say he would judge countries, tribes, or states, or churches. Our prayer is that you will examine your own position and make a Christ-like commitment to oppose the continued American slaughter in the Middle East, including the Israeli occupation of Palestine. Churches like yours and your members should be, but are not, the most peace-seeking persons on the globe. Jesus is believed by all Christ followers to have said, for as much as you have done it, he gave examples of both kindness and evil to the least of my brothers. You have done it unto me. Pastor Solomon, war is an act against Jesus. If I am laboring under any error about your beliefs and teachings please direct me to where you have spoken or written otherwise. If you would like to confer, call me. 
I hope you will come out and meet me on March 4th on the public right-of-way toward the straight gate, Charles E. Carlson. Great. Thank you very much, Leslie. And that was an excellent letter. Each letter has is kind of custom-designed for the church that we've gone to, although they do follow basic patterns. And, of course, the central being the belief held by so many Christian Zionists that the modern state of Israel is a fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Chuck, would you like to make some comments about the letter? Sure. What we did here was we quoted directly out of the Schofield Reference Bible uh, on page 19, the notes uh, about the land in the state of Israel, which they attribute uh, this land promise to, includes these direct statements in Schofield's footnotes that God made an unconditional promise to the present-day state of Israel to inherit a specific territory forever. That's almost exact an almost exact quote out of uh, the 1967 Schofield Reference Bible. And then further, that uh, God made a promise of blessing on individuals and nations who honor Israel meaning today's Israel, of course, and a curse on is laid on those who oppose Israel's acts. That's also a, virtually a direct quote out of from page 19 of the Schofield Bible. And finally, that a preemptive no. strike by the USA upon the people of Iran is justified. That's a conclusion that we draw based upon what many Christian Zionists believe. So we simply offered those as teachings that we have been told he holds to because for people we've talked to in the Washington area who are theologians and know him very well. And we're waiting now to see if he calls us and tells us that we're wrong or mistaken about his beliefs. We will go there and basically challenge him with the simple message that we have, and it will, of course, be a direct message to his congregation. And we've also sent this letter out to, uh, I counted them, 74 members of his staff. His staff has listed 74 members who have email addresses. Uh, some of them are volunteers. Uh, some of them are, a lot of them are paid people in in some five different campuses. And the church has a parking lot that is actually the first concrete two-story parking lot I've ever seen at a church. It's out in the country, and he has a big piece of land, but apparently they need so much parking that they actually built this enormous parking lot, and then that butts right up against this big church building and a number of other buildings, and it has a highway they built uh, on their own land around it for people to get in and out that is uh, three or four lanes. It has turning lanes going both ways. I think it's three lanes, and it goes uh, around the entire perimeter of, uh, of uh, of the church and the parking lot that I described. It is uh, truly uh, an incredible building. looks like something that the federal government would build. Okay. One of the things that we're going to do is invite some of the folks attending the Occupy APAC meeting to join us in the vigil. And most of these people, of course, are activists. And this will be something totally different from what they normally are doing. But as Chuck has pointed out, it doesn't make a difference if there's only a couple of us there because as messengers, if you are telling the truth, reflecting what Jesus taught us, it doesn't take large numbers, but we would hope perhaps we would have some people that would come out, take this to 
apart and maybe start their own vigils in their own localities because we know there's churches like this all across America. We've probably had close to 100 of these vigils now in the nine years that we've been doing this. And in a variety of churches, we've done several churches multiple times, actually, and because they needed it multiple times, I think, uh, <laughs> is the way to look at it. And I, I, don't have, I don't have any that I ever have a regret about going to. I, don't, I can't think of a thing, <laughs> single one that I regret doing. Well, and even the church where, we won't mention the name, where the pastor's wife came out and put a curse on you. And uh, in the name of Jesus, actually cursed Chuck. And you so, Jesus first. <laughs> yeah, so um, it hadn't slowed us down. That's that's probably been uh, over eight years ago, Chuck. I guess that you had the curse put on you. Um, but anyway, it should be fun. And if anybody hears this, it's in the Washington D.C. We've sent emails out, but we're still we're still working. We've been talking about the build up for war. Supposedly, this talk between, we'd like to be a fly on the wall between uh, the talk between Netanyahu and Obama. But anyway, people are concerned that they don't want to see uh, another war and that there makes no sense in going to war with Israel. But we've been getting all these drum beatings from our media, mixed signals from our government. So anyway, we can all do something as individuals. If you hear this podcast, even after we've been there and we'll do a a follow-up on it, pass it on to somebody. Get people thinking about doing something. You can do something, even if you're only one person. I am only one person, but I can do something. I can share a video with somebody, uh, share one of our YouTube videos, and uh, there's all kinds of things that pray. We're, pray absolutely, yeah. When uh, all fails, pray. But we we need to be doing things. And for example, we're we've got over 24,000 views of our YouTube video now, and it's still plugging along. So people are watching it. So uh, the word gets out one by one uh, to people, and. We all have a sphere of influence, whether we admit it or not, and we need to use it and at least let our voice be heard that there is something wrong and going to war is certainly unchristlike, uh, no matter what the eggheads want to tell us, because there are eggheads out there that will justify the wars, as we've talked about, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan have been justified by Bible scholars with pedigree uh, degrees and intellect that uh, makes my little pea brain swim in comparison. But we all, again, have spheres of influence. And so resolved, if you hear this, to try to do something and not complain about what's going on, but say, hey, I'm part of the solution, not part of the problem. I've done something. I've informed my neighbor or I wrote my congressman, or whatever. Whatever you do is better than doing nothing. And with that, we'll sign off. Stay tuned for more updates. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast. And please visit our website, whtt.org. 
you will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it as long as you copy all of it. Then you can educate your friends and acquaintances about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.